there. This is Quintessential 2, and I am here with a review of Real Housewives of Potomac, and this is uh, what Season 5, Episode 9, Tipping Point. We have <clears throat> the fight. We have the situation between Michael and Ashley. We have Giselle down in Atlanta with her girls to meet up with Jamal and deal with this restaurant. And then we have Karen and Ray. First off, the whole fight situation. So we get a chance to see the fight in, in obviously more detail. And Bravo did not cut off a lot of that fight. We saw a lot. We saw um, Monique having a bunch of that hair, uh, Candace's hair. Now, whoever did Candace's hair, whoever did that install, did a very good job of it because Monique was pulling that hair. Okay. And then she was hitting Candace. Now, somehow, Monique got a cut on the lip. And I don't know if, if if Candace broke a glass. Monique saying that Candace hit her with a glass. Somehow she got a cut on her lip and it was bleeding. Candace's head had to be hurt. Candace had to be hurt because she was banging Candace's head. Yeah, she had to be hurt. So really, you know, there's an argument about who started and why and all. Well, actually not who started, but who's more at fault. And it's really a, a situation, in my opinion, about misdirected anger, okay? A lot of passive-aggressive behavior on both parts, and then more so passive-aggressive behavior on Monique's part because Monique is not addressing the situation. Monique has yet to address Candace about why she is really angry at Candace. And don't tell me that, oh, she's angry at Candace because Candace backed out of doing that Not For Lazy Moms podcast. That is not it. Okay. She was pissed off at Candace up there at the lake house. She was pissed off at Candace when she when when she showed up at Candace's anniversary party. And Candace uh had Sharice there. So she didn't understand that. She didn't understand why was Candace friends with Sharice, what was going on, why was she even there, considering again, you know, that her and Sharice were not friends. Now this is just based on what you what they show on the show, that they're not friends. Why are they not friends? Now, we later, you know, we've already found out that this whole rumor situation with the trainer and everything, how that went, you know, if you've seen Monique's um, Instagram, you know that Monique is looking at Sharice as a trainer and she's looking at Candace as a trainer. So Candace passing around phone numbers to the best friend and the best friend talking to Sharice and Sharice spreading around town, allegedly, that you know, uh, this whole rumor thing with, with Monique and the trainer, I guess. But that's what's going on. Okay. All right. Monique won't talk about it. Monique doesn't want to give it any life, but it already has life. Okay. And because Monique is already disgusted on Instagram, people are now looking at the show knowing that's what's really driving the anger and her issues with Candace. So it's like you get on the show, you refuse to talk about it. At least at this point, I don't know if, she, if, if they eventually will mention it, but at this point, she's trying, she's doing avoidance strategy. Cherie shows up at the sip and see and, uh, you know, that gets Monique all nervous. And the minute that Giselle being messy, though, Giselle mentions, oh, you know, how's things going between you two, knowing it ain't going well. Um, here go Monique jumps up and runs out the room. All right. Monique and Candace had already got into it. It's, it's a lot going on on Monique's end. 
that she's not dealing with. In addition to that, she's upset with her husband. She's frustrated with Chris for a number of different reasons. I think one of the reasons she don't think Chris is being as involved, not being appreciative. If we want to believe the uh, the former best friend, best friend is saying that Monique is, is sexually frustrated because Chris is too big or whatever. I, I, he's gaining too much weight. I, so there's definitely a lot going on on Monique's side, you know, as far as what she's dealing with it and trying to control and trying to portray herself in a certain manner and trying to manage her anger. And she's not doing a good job of it. And thus we get the blow up. All right. So. Karen is saying that she's not taking a side on this because she thinks they're both wrong. Giselle and Robin are saying, oh, it's all Monique's fault. It's all Monique's fault. Well, we know, you know, we know for certain Giselle don't like Monique. And Robin, uh, I mean, she deals with Monique. I don't know if Robin is a big fan of Monique, I would say, but she's, uh, she's one. It, it, I don't think she has the same disdain that Giselle has as far as Monique is concerned. But Robin was sitting there saying, oh, it's all Monique's fault as well. Karen is not taking a side. Um, it seemed like Ashley was, it seemed like Ashley was taking can aside, I, I think. It, it seemed like it. it's kind of hard to say. And Wendy, you know, she just like, girl, I'm not even here for that. I did not sign up for this. So what is this? Why are we fighting? This is this type of show shouldn't have women on here fighting. This is the way Wendy's coming up with it. So, you know, they get, you know, when ladies decide they're gonna call, you know, their husbands, we get very different um approaches to dealing with the situation. Now, Kansas's husband, Chris was very empathetic. He was like, how are you feeling? How's everything going? Tell me what's going on. You know what? We'll talk about it when you get home and all that good stuff. He was really trying to help her to feel better until she finally gets to the house and they can talk about it a little bit more. Whereas Monique's husband, Chris, was like, look, that's embarrassing. Nothing should lead to you fighting. You were out of order. You know, he was not so empathetic. He did not like the fact that Monique was fighting. He wasn't here for it. He didn't like it. He wasn't here for it, and he made it very clear mm -mm, that was out of order. So uh, very different perspectives and approaches in dealing with their wives. So we get the next day, all right, next day, <laughs> and they showing, because these women got into a fight, it's this whole thing about black women being angry. Black, you know, that's the whole narrative. And let's look at this in fairness. Yes, they did get to a fight. It didn't need to get to that point, but it did. And I just explained why other franchises have had fights as well outside of the ones with a predominantly black black cast. You know, they've had fights on shoot a, a dog on woman through her uh, prosthetic leg across the room, you know, and they've had gutter drug out fights you know, on other franchises. This is not the only one. Look at New Jersey. They fighting all the time. Therese flipping tables. And it's just been a mess. Who was pulling somebody's hair in a, in a salon or some type of event? It was crazy. You know, Lisa Renner threw a glass down. All of she threw it at Kim Richards. She threw the glass down. It could have, the glass could have shattered uh, in Kim's face. But it, it, you know, to say that there are no drag out fights and all this type of stuff and it's only on the black shows is not is not right now. So we're not going to deal with that. But this is what Bravo wanted to put on here. OK, so Wendy talking about what it means to be an American and how she's on these different shows and she wants to be a role model for her daughter and all of that. 
Then we got um, Giselle who's talking about, well, I'm going to take the girls down to Atlanta and they're going to meet up with their father and they're going to do a walkthrough of the restaurant. I think the restaurant was called Arizona's, which I've heard is closed. And I heard it closed pre-COVID, the whole, so I, I don't know if COVID was the issue. I don't know, but it, anyway, it's closed. The girls were never excited about having a restaurant. It, it, it's not something they've been around in terms of a business. It's not a family business. It's not something that they've been showing any passion for. Now they got to show up at this restaurant and they own the restaurant and they got to learn the business. And they just did not seem to be excited about that at all. So anyway, um, they also later on, oh, before we get to the restaurant, Giselle takes the girls to, they stay in a hotel because she she feels as though because the girls are not really featuring their father, that it's best they all stay in the hotel together. I call BS on that. BS on that. Look, you can have them girls at your at their father's house. This is not a stranger. This is not someone that they are not normally around. This is not someone that when they do, they actually take trips down there to stay with their father during the summer. So it's not like they have never been at their father's house and stayed at their father's house before. So to act as though this is a, a situation that they wouldn't be able to handle is crazy. So that I wasn't, I, I wasn't buying it. Again, I think it's a storyline for Giselle to have, and her getting back with Jamal is is a is a storyline that would be considered controversial because there's still rumors out there about Jamal supposedly fathered a child last year while they were together. And Tony, when they got a chance, when, when Giselle talked to the father, her father, and you know she's talking about how her and Jamal are back together. First, he was trying to be cool about everything, but then it just got to a point where he was not here for it. He was like, you know, this man cheating on my daughter before the marriage, while they were engaged, got six or seven different baby mamas. I'm not here for the BS. So to me, that confirmed that whatever this thing with between Giselle and Jamal is not real. It's just for something to have to be, to talk about on the show. It's not real. It is, it's fake. The last thing on the show was to deal with um, Karen and Ray. Uh, okay, uh, so Karen and Ray are going in different directions in life. Ray is in his 70s. He has been there, done that in the workforce uh, as an entrepreneur and everything. And he is ready to settle down, go to, go to, go to uh, Florida and just relax. Whereas Karen has dedicated a lot of her life to supporting Ray, being there for Ray, doing all these things for Ray, taking care of the household, taking care of the kids. Now that Ray is retired and um, the kids are out the house because, you know, they're, you know, they're out of college, they're doing their own thing. Now, Karen wants to start, start a business, which is, you know, her perfume line, LaDom. She's ready to get into doing her own thing. She's ready to get started where Ray is like, I'm already done. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm over here. You're over there. So they're trying to find that connection. She does this whole dinner with him. And then they have a, um, uh, what is it? A life coach or somebody to come in there to talk to them about their relationship. And that's really where it is. At the, if, if this is truly a real storyline between them, that's where it is. They're on two different paths and 
how do you find a connection? You know, do you, do you tell Ray, get with, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But this is where they are right now. So that's really all the episode. The main part, meat potatoes, was the whole fight. And all the rest of that, you know, they didn't really show Robin with her kids or Juan or nothing like that. Um, we didn't see a lot of Wendy. So, I, I mean, that was really it. That was really the whole episode. Tell me what you guys think. Talk to you later.